Good morning to everyone. Happy Friday um, on this uh, 4th of February. Uh, and I greet you with this uh, commentary of the Gospel from St. Mark chapter 6, which is the Gospel for today. We are situated by the church within this uh, celebration of King Herod of his birthday, crisscrossing with the plight of St. John the Baptist. St. John the Baptist was captured by, uh, by Herod. He was imprisoned by Herod. But Herod loved very much to listen to him. I wonder, you know, if we could listen to nice speeches, nice homilies, beautifully arranged uh, essays. But still, we fulfill what those speeches or homilies want to teach us to do. We may enjoy nice literary pieces, but remain unmoved in order to change ourselves for the better. And this is uh, especially uh, exacerbated by our state of mind, which we will find described in this person of Herod. Now, it was that this time the Gospel tells us that Herod, had, who had sent to have John arrested and had him chained up in prison because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, whom he had married. You see, being king with such power, he just grabbed the wife of Philip. And this was not just any Tom, Dick, or Harriet. There, it was his brother. But he had such an authority and power to do this uh, crime with impunity. John had told Herod, it is against the law for you to have your brother's wife. Any sane person would, do, would say that. As for Herodias, she was furious with him and wanted to kill him. Well, Herodias, uh, the, the one who was stolen, considered her uh, transfer of uh, husband uh, something fortunate. Now, he was the, she was, she became the wife of the king. And that meant power, influence, wealth, and so forth. And... Uh, she did not like to be reminded about the uh, nefarious nature of having been transferred, if you would like to say it that way, to Herod's home, and maybe better still, to his bed. So he, she wanted to kill him, to, to shut up this revered man in Israel. But she was not able to because Herod was afraid of John. 
knowing him to be a good and holy man, and gave him his protection. So although he revered him to be such a good and holy man, he still kept him in his dungeons, which, by the way, was nothing luxurious, nothing comfortable, nothing to write home about. They were dirty, huh? infested with disease, rats, darkness. I wonder what kind of food he was given. In any case, Herod wanted him there. He wanted to listen to him. When he had heard him speak, he was greatly perplexed, yet he loved to listen to him. This may occur to, to people. We get uh, fascinated by something we listen to, a nice speech, a wonderfully uh, crafted uh, piece of uh, persuasion. But he did not act on it. Just like to listen to him. Sometimes this could describe the attitude of people in attending mass and listening to nice homilies. They prefer to listen to those homilies, but those words do not even make a dent on their souls. An opportunity came on Herod's birthday. See, this is the celebration. When he gave a banquet for the nobles of his court, for his army officers, and for the leading figures in Galilee. When the daughter of the same Herodias came in and danced, well, some entertainment they, they got, she delighted Herod and his guests. Remember, they were partying, and they were enjoying a lot of food and drink. And this was not just tomato juice or uh, guava juice. This was wine and liquor. Obviously, they were all intoxicated to different degrees, but intoxicated. So the king said to the girl, ask me anything you like and I will give it to you. I wonder whether that is a uh, proposal of a man who is sober. He even swore to her on an oath, I will give you anything you ask, even half my kingdom. Maybe he was really serious about this. Maybe he was really prepared to do this. That's kind of strange. So the, little, the, the girl who had danced so well, I think her name was Salome, she went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? And she replied, the head of John the Baptist. Wow, I mean, I, I'd like to have a uh, a piglet or le, le, lechon, you know, this, this of these small pigs. It's nice to eat on a platter, serve on a platter or fruits, something you know pleasant. But to have the head of a man that's severed from the rest of his body, that would be a bloody gruesome affair. I think they were all intoxicated. And she asked for it here and now on a dish. The king was deeply distressed, but thinking of the oaths he had sworn, 
and of his guests, he was reluctant to break his word to her. So obviously in his mind, they were wiring <laughs> conflicting uh, values. He wanted to keep his word. But he also knew that to murder this man was exactly that, murder. Of a holy, of a holy man. So, what won in this conflict in his mind? Well, intoxicated, he made a choice. It was the wrong choice. He gave orders to his bodyguard to bring John's head. The man went off and beheaded him in prison. Then he brought the head on a dish and gave it to the girl, and the girl gave it to her mother. Of course, dripping with blood, I can imagine. When John's disciples heard about this, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. So this uh, account should uh, give us a very clear idea about how we should be, how we should take care of our minds, our dispositions when we make such oaths or promises in very serious matters and uh, when we try to decide about a very serious matter. We have to be sober. This is, could be a reminder for us to take good care of our drink, especially of substances that would interfere with our thinking straight, which is the minimum to remain human. When we do not observe this, we become inhuman because we are not able to execute a basic minimum function of our rational nature, which is to be able to think and to think straight. So let's be careful when our, in our parties, in our celebrations, to offer to God some little sacrifice, a little less of what we would like to drink. Sometimes it is a show, as when I was a young adolescent, well, we would like to show off that we can drink so much. I have uh, certain uh, friends who have perished because of over-drinking, or they have, they have some ailments in their liver because of, of over-drinking. Let us take good care of our faculty, this gift that we have received from God, which is our rational nature. Thank you for listening. And uh, may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon you and remain forever. Amen. Ciao.